I have no idea how to start this one. I'm completely honest. <laughs> I have no idea how to start this one. Well, it's been a while. It has been. We have taken a little bit of a mental break. Yeah. Because we've both been a little exhausted. Yeah, and we had to watch seven episodes of a show. Um, yes. Starting in season five. About almost seven hours of television because each show was near an hour, but it wasn't actually an hour because it's like an hour back in 1998 with commercials like 45 minutes each. I feel like each episode was legitimately an hour. Well, that's because you were so not in the mood to watch these shows, this show. <clears throat> I'm Ferris. And I'm Shireen. This is actor of our generation, Adam Scott. In this podcast, me and my wife go over Adam Scott's filmography. You one almost entry. said discography? I did. <laughs> uh, we go through Adam Scott's filmography one entry at a time to prove once and for all that he is, in fact, the actor of our generation. Uh, this week, we're talking about Party of Five. A yes. TV show from the, the 90s. mid 90s, 1990, started in 1994 to be exact, um, and we came in in season five. I think I read something about how it was put on Fox to maybe replace 90210, but 90210 was still going on, like, like it was still happening, <laughs> so I don't know what happened there. Uh, so we watched the first four episodes of season five, and then we took a 17 episode, uh, br- jump. Wow, that was a real rough jump. We had to read so many synopsises because this show moved so quickly, and we yeah. had no idea what was going on, and then Ferris accidentally played the wrong episode, and we were both like, who the hell is Annie? Yeah. <laughs> So we had to skip 17 episodes and then start from episode 21, I think, or 22, 22, uh, and then watch three episodes. Uh, And these, or seven episodes, are the episode Adam Scott appeared in. Somehow, Mm -hmm. I feel like he had a smaller part to play than he did in Murder One. I don't think so. He actually had lines. He had a decent number of lines. Um, Okay. So we can start with by explaining what Party of Five is. Uh, Party of Five is a melodrama Mm -hmm. uh, about uh, five siblings whose uh, parents died tragically. Um, And then there's there's a very large age gap between these siblings. Um... And then the uh, the show centers around basically the four older ones, and each one having their own separate storylines that mm-hmm. cross and interact. Um, and with when I say like large, like Charlie, the the oldest brother, I think was twenty five when their parents died. He was. I don't know how old he is. I couldn't get the ages down, but that sounds about yeah. right. And then, I think he was younger than that. I think he had to have been in his like. He had to be like 27, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Like 27 in this season. Okay, so maybe like 23, 24. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then like the youngest brother was what, like two? He was an infant. He like, was an he infant was a child. when the parents died. Um, and then like in between there's uh, 
Bailey, who it was 16, I think, when he died. So when the, during the season he was 19 or 20. He was 20, I think. 20 or 19, yeah. Yeah. Because um, his girlfriend was 19. So that's all I'm basing it off of. I'm basing it off Julia, the uh, the next child, so who's like 18. Julia, the next child, who's 18, uh, who's just off to college. And then the fourth is... Um, Claudia. Claudia who I think was 11 when the parents died and was 16 during this during this. Season. Now there's Owen, who's like uh, five and at o- this point. Owen's like five. Um, so yeah, the the show is, is very much a melodrama. At times, I honestly thought it was a soap opera. I loved it. Okay, so by just going through Julia's storyline, I think we can, we can convey how much of a melodrama it is. Oh my gosh, totally. Um, and I apologize in advance for... For possibly hating on a character that was a victim uh, of of domestic yeah, you should not hate on Julia. Totally two, understandable two episodes, for you to hate that chick two from episodes girl. in a row. Like it's understandable for you to hate that chick from Girl, whatever the hell her name was. But Julia, she's been through a lot. <sighs> she's been through a lot, and okay, and her she had some serious like issues that were not her fault. Yes, but. Holy crap. It, we can get into it. Adam Scott is not a creep. That's what I'm going to start with. <laughs> First time. First time in Woo! a while Adam Scott is not a creep. In fact, is a over-the-top, perfect, nice guy. Yeah, a little bit. The, 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 tro- the TV trope of having the over-the-top, nice guy just having been shit on for no reason. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, last... last the mother and how I met your mother, like she had to be the very perfect person. Mm-hmm. So she died. Um, this is similar to that. He doesn't die, but Julia's storyline is she starts in college. And mm-hmm. please interject if I miss anything. Yeah. Because it's a lot of loop de loops. She starts in college um, and her boyfriend. Oh, Julia is played by uh, Neve Campbell. Mm hmm. Um, this of is scream fame. This is post scream fame. There's a lot of uh, '90s horror movie actresses in this. By movie. that, Ferris means two. Two. That's, that's more than average. <laughs> There's a lot of characters in the show. Um, <laughs> anywho, so uh, she starts in college. Her boy, her her roommate, and her boyfriend are regularly in her dorm room. The roommate's boyfriend are regularly in her dorm room. Uh, Adam Scott is playing a character named Scott. Uh, His name is Josh. Sorry, Josh. Different, different, different. He was thinking of girl. He's still, his head is still in in girl. He loved it so much. Okay. So he plays Josh, um, who at first were introduced to him when he delivers food to uh, Julia. Mm Mm-hmm. And then uh, is really charming. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just going to say that that's my opinion. He was very charming. He was charming. He was uh, charming. He kind of hit on her a little bit, but not too much. Yeah. And like her roommates, her roommates like go for it, go yeah. for it. And Julia's like, no, no. Oh, okay. So Julia didn't say no, no, just because she wasn't interested in a relationship relationship she said no no because she was still hung up on this guy named griffin who she was married to right. at some point so this 18 year old uh is still uh, what is divorced um well really separated um 
from yeah i never i don't know from this guy that she's like that's still kind of in her life um and she's just not ready for anything which is understandable mm-hmm. uh, and you can just say that uh but she's like no no uh and then later uh she's in the the quad or whatever quad area reading and Josh comes over mm-hmm. is and drops the line, um, and it's a very like it's not aggressive. No, but this is a recurring trope in all of his episodes. Right, he sees her, he hints at the fact that he wants to go out with her or asks her out, and then gets rejected. So she just <laughs> absolutely tears his heart out, calls him, <laughs> and, uh, implies that he's a moron. Um, and, and she implies he's a, she implies he's a moron because she thinks he's just a delivery person, which that, that's, that's not a good thing. So she implies that he's a, he's a moron. He's, he, she doesn't, she, she doesn't even think that she, he might be a student and basically thinks he's some like low life, uh, delivery person, her thoughts, not mine, uh, and turns him down and is like, how dare you talk to me at all? Turns out he is a, in her writing class and is actually one of the best writers in his class mm-hmm. and their class. And he reads all of these books and he's super smart. Uh, and she kind of feel she feels bad for turning him down. Uh, and for calling him dumb. And for calling him dumb. Uh, and then he's like, "It's I forgive you. It's okay. Do you want to go out? And she's like, maybe. And then She's they, like, I have something going on. I can't really yeah, yeah. commit to that. So next episode, she gets a job where he's working. They become really good friends. They're talking. They're flirting. She very clearly likes him back. And she goes home. And she she's actually ready to do something with him. But then she goes home. And Griffin's there. And they talk. And then her brother, Bailey, makes her not work because he doesn't want her to have to go through what he did in college. Yeah, she he wanted her to, like, have a college experience. So she didn't want her to work. And then she just breaks it off with him and uh, quits. And then she goes up to Adam Scott and he's just like, what do you want from me? Like, you like me, you don't like me, you're mean to me, you're not mean to me. I don't understand what's happening. And he demand like, he... Demands an explanation, I guess. And to blow him off, uh, she goes into her... uh, She opens the door to her dorm, and uh, her boyfriend... Or her roommate's boyfriend is there. He's he's in his underwear. And she's like, this is my boyfriend. And Adam Scott's like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, I didn't know. And leaves. That is, I will say, this storyline after this moment is the best storyline of Adam Scott, I think, in the whole thing. Like, it's actually really funny what he does and what he says. I think it's hilarious. What are you talking So, like, so then after this, what have you, Adam Scott is, they're still friends, and they still hang out, and he sees, when he's in the library or something, he sees the the roommate's boyfriend and the roommate kissing who he thinks the roommate's boyfriend i don't remember his name we'll just call him ted is he thinks ted is dating julia but in actuality he's dating julia's roommate so he freaks out and so he, because he sees ted at making out with his actual girlfriend yeah 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 so he like 
it's like tries to tell Julia that this isn't good, whatever. Is that that Ted is cheating on her? And it's hilarious. There's a really funny scene where they're all four sitting next to each other, and Adam Scott is having a really tough time dealing with the fact that the roommate, the roommate's boyfriend, who is boyfriend. Let's keep it from his perspective. Okay. His perspective. It's kind of hard to explain. Julia's Julia's boyfriend is cheating on her with uh, Julia's roommate. Yeah. That's his perspective. He's having a tough time with it and then confronts them about it. I'll upload it onto Instagram yeah. because the interaction's actually really funny. Uh, but that's about the only time I actually enjoyed him in that Adam show. Scott. He's not a bad person. No, he's not a bad person. It's just his story has nothing to it. He's it's the purpose I... of his character is solely for Julia to turn down. And so he tur- she turns him down that those times that you just referred. Then in the next episode is Halloween, and apparently oh the, God, the boyfriend Halloween. of the roommate is in love with Julia for so some reason. They, so uh, at the end of this episode, at the end of episode three, uh, Julia actually the the boyfriend, the roommate's boyfriend Ted and Julia start uh, flirting, and they obviously have nothing in common, but they're just infatuated with each other um and then at the end of episode three they kiss uh so then in episode four they have to like skirt or like talk about how they kiss but not let the roommate know ex-husband suddenly became a non-factor when adam scott wasn't involved so there's a halloween party that night julia and the roommate dress in the same costume a uh I think it's Gorbachev. Yeah, a Gorbachev mask. Uh, so they're both dressed the exact same. The boyfriend uh, comes up to who he thinks is Julia, but is in fact the roommate, and is like, I don't care what happened. I um, I love you and all of this stuff. And Julia, to save the situation before he blurts out that before he blurts out that he he thinks he's talking to Julia, she runs in behind him and yells at... Takes off her mask. Takes off her mask and yells at Adam Scott about how he should leave her alone and how he he just is obsessive. She's essentially saying what she wants to say to the boyfriend, but to Adam Scott. Exactly. And it's just to cover her, to help her roommate. Poor guy. It's like to help Ted out so he's not professing his love for her. It doesn't matter. It's just the whole point of Adam Scott being there. It's to, as a plot device to turn for Julia to turn him down so that she can end up with other people. Because fast forward, well, it's not. We you don't, don't need to go through the whole domestic abuse. Situation. Well, we're not. But this episode ends with her getting together with the roommate's boyfriend. Um, and then that's when apparently the roommate's boyfriend was abusive. Um, or not. Yeah, fast forward. Fast forward to that, post that, um, is, is basically right when she breaks up with him is when we catch back up in the, in the last three episodes. Yeah, so fast forward. It's more of the same. It's just now Julia's conflicted about who she likes and he, Adam Scott is still trying to ask her out, but she still rejects him. It's just it's it's just the constant her rejecting him, and then the last episode that he's in, she finally says, "Okay, let's go out to dinner." But the only reason she said let's go out to dinner is because she kissed some person that she wasn't actually interested in, but she just kissed them, and it was kind of like 
to get back on track. She genuinely cannot be without a person. Like, she can't be alone. She needs to be in a relationship. And it's just like Adam Scott is there to fill the gaps of when she's not in a relationship. It was just kind of like, uh. It was also a lot to take in when you're watching this for the first time because the story moves so quickly. And you're like, one episode, one episode, Julie is dating this, like, with Griffin, whatever. Fast forward two episodes. Griffin's the ex-husband. She's now with this roommate's boyfriend. It's just like, whoa, it's a whirlwind. We could talk about Adam Scott's acting. (laughs) A plus acting and being charming. He was very, very charming. Could we have skipped this and we wouldn't have missed anything in his filmography? 100%. Yeah. But we watched it. This is, and again, this is maybe a quarter of the storylines in these six episodes. Oh my god, there's so much happening. Because, because, because the, other, the other three siblings have a whole nother... Sh- oh my god, other. so much. And so Charlie... We will, we will talk, we're going to talk well, about Well, we don't need to talk about Adam Scott anymore. He's kind of done. Because, like, the character is just boring. He's not even in it. And it's just like, uh. But then you have Charlie, the who's oldest the brother. oldest brother, who's played by Jack from Lost... And it's literally all I saw the entire time was Matthew Jack Fox. from Lost. Jack from Lost. Jack from Lost. And he's a dick, just like Jack from Lost. And he is apparently having a baby with a stripper. And he's being controlling and possessive and all this stuff. So there's that dynamic. Then there's Bailey, who's the best of all of the characters. He's obviously the best person there, at least from the episodes we've seen. He works... For the entire family to support the entire support he's, the family. He's the he's the obsessive compulsive. So the re- way that the family stayed wealthy is that um, they have a, they had a restaurant and Bailey basically took o- took it over um, when the parents died. Well, um, I don't know if he took it over right when the parents died, but whatever he's yeah. running it now. But basically, Bailey took care of that aspect, and then Charlie took. Um, guardianship of the two younger siblings owen and claudia yeah and then just had no rules for them so bailey is dating i never remember her name because i always want to say sarah michelle geller or melissa joan hart but it's not it's jennifer love hewitt one of the three names you know i could have thrown freddie prince jr in there because throughout the entire time i just called her sarah michelle geller melissa joan hart Jennifer Love Aniston because I couldn't remember her name. <laughs> it but is Jennifer Love Hewitt. She is the girlfriend of Bailey. She has more of like a storyline than Bailey does. Like yeah. Bailey's storyline is just I'm working. Bailey's storyline is I try to get control of this thing. People and people resist, and then people figure out that I'm right, so then they give me control. And then he like and has a flirtatious stressed. relationship with the man, a new manager at the restaurant, and then that doesn't go anywhere. Thank yeah. God. Because yes. he was the only likable character on the that show. The only one. And then you well, have... Well, uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt was also like. She was likable near the last episodes that we watched. The first episodes I was kind of annoyed with her because she was being so overdramatic. She was being dismissive of the fact that his parents were dead. And yeah, and her parents got a divorce and she essentially related her parents getting a divorce to, to his... his parents dying yeah. at a young age. And her parents just got divorced when she's 19. So I know divorce is a very rough thing, but she very much, she like 
totally again, took Bailey down. Again, but... you have to understand that Bailey is like I think a previous storyline of his that he was an alcoholic, and yeah. I completely understand. The man puts way too much pressure on himself. Yeah, agreed. And like again, what with the Neve Campbell storyline, with Julia's storyline, like she started working at this fast food joint, and he's like, "No, I want you to experience college. I will pay for everything." Yeah, he's just that's the kind of person he is. He's 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 he is intense, kind of in a funny kind way. Yeah. Either way, he, he's the reason I kept watching this show. And the reason I will want to watch this show continue, like, after this. Mm-hmm. Because I actually liked his character. Then you had Lacey Chabay, who plays the... Claudia. Claudia, the youngest daughter. She's, like, apparently a musical prodigy. I don't know. And she was going she, to a boarding school. Seems like she's a general prodigy. Yeah, and she's dating the kid from Sleepless in Seattle, which was awesome! And he had the best line in the whole entire and all the episodes that we watched. <laughs> so she she gets she gets goes to a boarding school and she kind of loves this boarding school and just stops talking with her boyfriend. And her boyfriend from back home comes over there and he wants to spend time with her. And she's like, "No, I think uh, we have this Halloween thing going on tonight, and I'm running the stand, so you're not going to be able to spend time with me. So you might as well go home." Uh, so then we cut to her like putting people's hands in jelly and being like, it's bat poop. So uh, funny. <laughs> and you know how they do in those fun houses. And then this ghost comes up and he's and she's like, trust me, and holds his hands. <laughs> and he just snaps, the ghost just snaps her hands away, pulls his off. His hands away. The ghost snaps her oh. hands off of her, his and then pulls the sheet away, and he's like, how can I trust you? It, it was amazing. <laughs> it was so good. It was very melodramatic. But as a, as a testament to like how quickly the show moves forward. Oh, yeah. Uh, in the first four episodes, she's at, a, at this boarding school. By episode 20, she's no longer at the boarding school, and she's gone through this bad girl phase <laughs> where she's gotten tattoos and colors a her tattoo hair. And has her hair is bright red. Is in the episode, like, three or whatever, whatever, she's at a boarding school, and she, like, doesn't want to go out partying with the girls and, like, sneak out. She wants to stay home and study, and then all of a sudden, in episode 20, she's, like... And she had a very good, reasonable reason for not wanting to do that. She said that, I don't, I don't have anything to rebel against because my parents died and there's no one putting rules on me. It was just like this big shift because all of a sudden she was in a band with Griffin. We don't know. We just read the the synopsis of the We were very confused. It was a mess. 16 or so episodes that we missed were just, wow, I can't believe we missed them. And we kept having to like Google who these people were. Yeah, it was great. The wiki. Um, I really want to watch this show from season one. It's very hard to find, and I'm not so, paying for it past those episodes that we already watched. So yeah, we were able to find them on Amazon for about what dollar? A dollar an episode. Dollar ninety nine an episode. But I'm not gonna pay for a full season, full all six seasons. It's just it's being remade. It's been canceled. Oh good. It was remade on ABC Family and it was canceled. Good because it's awful. I think it. Well, I don't know how the remake was, but this seems like a fun show to watch. I hate melodramas. I love it. Love it. 
it's it was it was an interesting one to watch. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And do you have any final thoughts about Family of Five? No, I have no thoughts about Party of Five. Well, we should say that we forgot to say this at the beginning. We unfortunately couldn't find Too Smooth. I know you were very disappointed. I was about very that. upset. Too Smooth was hard to find. I was I was excited because Too Smooth seemed to be about a piece of shit man. Yes, and I wanted to balance it out a little bit because. Uh, Andrea, Andrea, whatever her face is. Oh, you remember her name? Uh, from Girl was, I feel like it got, got a deserved amount of hate, but <laughs> the most amount of hate of anyone. So I wanted <laughs> to balance it out by, by being angry at this other male piece of shit. Yes. Um, but the reason I wanted to watch it is because the original name for the film was Hair Shirt. Ugh. And I thought that was hilarious. All right. I think yeah. we should keep track of this when he becomes an actual character. Because yeah. at the moment, he is not. And it is very difficult. Well, in in Hellraiser, I would say he was elevated to supporting actor. Like, Okay, I didn't see that, so I don't know. He, yeah, I feel like it's safe to assume in Hellraiser he was he was supporting actor. Okay. I will say, this has taught me a lot about what it takes to be an actor in Hollywood, especially during this time. Mm-hmm. This is the time of Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie and Lindsay Lohan and uh, on that top- Misha Barton. On that topic, there is a YouTube channel. Um, there is a YouTube channel called uh, Supporting Actor Spotlight. And there, it's this supporting actor who goes through and picks up and then does just does little episodes on each of these actors that we all recognize in movies because they're in a lot of movies, character actors, but we don't know anything about them. So he picks them and goes through their stories and it's very fascinating and sometimes sad, but sometimes very beautiful. Very interesting. Uh, so that's my recommendation. It's um, a good recommendation. Okay. Um, I will, one last thing I'd like to mention is we do know that Adam Scott was in Celebrity Escape Room. We just have not seen it yet. Yep. But that sounds amazing because Jack Black, Courtney Cox. Lisa Kudrow. Was it Lisa Kudrow too? And then Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller! Why haven't we watched this, Ferris? I know. I'd rather watch that. <laughs> Alright, uh, thank you. Yeah, thanks for listening. Stay healthy. Stay safe. We hope you all are staying sane during the quarantine. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at actor underscore of underscore our underscore generation. I say it that way because Ferris hates it. Uh, Subscribe to us on anything. Yeah, any podcast place you can find us. As the YouTubers say, like and subscribe. Um, Add, please comment and review <laughs> like review us it's how we get yeah. tell me for tell me i'm a piece of shit for how i talked about andrea no one can say that if they haven't seen the movie <laughs> she's awful okay thank you everyone thank you very much for listening have a good day evening whenever you're listening to it bye